Welcome to the Flea Podcast. This is Troy and Byers, and we are here with another deep thoughts on shallow subjects. We're going to be talking about the movies of 1998. Uh, this was a a fun little exercise of looking at um, all the anniversaries uh, this year. This is a 25th anniversary of 1998 movies, so we thought that that was like a pretty good sweet spot, and it's also like a gold mine of movies that I like. And I'm pretty sure that Byers likes too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, it was like easy how many, to do this. How many movies, like I started the process and I texted Byers and I was like, I have 50 movies that I could possibly put on like <laughs> something that I'd feel like comfortable attaching my name to as like, I like this movie. Uh, I'm sure you probably didn't get that many. But, I didn't get that many, but I probably got okay. half that still. Yeah. Like 25. I, yeah, like I, my list goes to twenty, and it was easy. To, like I had to cut things off to, right. to go started, down to twenty. So. Yeah, I got I got up to fifty, and then I was like, "This is stupid. What am I doing?" And I got down to a quick thirty. I, I've got I've got about thirty, so I'm I'm sure that some of these will be wasted, but it'll be fun just to can be able to consider them. Uh, but uh, we wanted to uh, we're, we're going to be talking about some of these movies uh, in the uh, in this new year. Uh, since, as we mentioned, uh, we've got 25th anniversaries for them. Uh, so after we finish this, we'll let you know which ones those are. And you could probably tell by the higher ones on the list what those are going to be. Um, but we'll we'll definitely um, put those out here um, for uh, uh, just a preview of things to come as we get through this. So uh, we just thought this would be a fun exercise um, on top of that just to show how uh, how deep this uh, this uh, movie year is, and and just to have some fun with it because Byers and I love to draft things. It's yes. one of the our shared uh, our shared passions. <laughs> I think uh, one year, uh, how many how many basketball? No, it was football drafts. How many like mock football drafts did you do that one year? Oh, I lose um, count every year. Like you lose count every year. I remember one year you were like, I think I've done thirty. And I was oh, like, I think, it's, I think it's time to put the mock draft uh, like away. <laughs> I like mock drafting so much. Sometimes I mock draft after I've ever actually done my draft. It's just fun. I'm like, I'm just going to go mock draft like a random. I'll drop in like an eight team league just to see what my team would look like if I was in <laughs> such a small league. Just uh, good stuff. Uh, so just to kind of uh, lead, lead the conversation as before we get into the draft, I just wanted to talk about a few different things. The Oscars were really weird this year. Um, I wanted to kind of underscore that by most of the Oscar movies are not going to be on our list. There's one Oscar movie that's probably going to be on there. Uh, but Shakespeare in Love won Best Film or Best Picture. Best Actor was actually, I would say, two. Two are in contention for me. Uh, Roberto Benigni, uh, who gave the famous like uh, crazy speech um, for Life is Beautiful. It was a Holocaust movie. Um, supporting actor was James Coburn for Affliction, a movie that I forgot like existed until I was going through this and was like, that got Oscar buzz? Uh, and actress, best actress was Gwyneth Paltrow for Shakespeare in Love. Uh, supporting actress was Judy Dench for Shakespeare in Love. 
And then director was uh, Steven Spielberg for Saving Private Ryan, which makes all the sense in the world. That was, I mean, for all intents and purposes, like however you feel about Saving Private Ryan, like that's a that's a good one. So this was the the year of Gwyneth Paltrow. Like she released <laughs> five movies. Wow. Shakespeare in Love, Hush, Sliding Doors, A Perfect Murder, and Great Expectations. Have you ever seen Hush? Sliding doors no. or a perfect murder. Neither I, have I. I'm, you I think... might have seen a perfect murder. Okay. That like was Michael when I was Douglas. reading through, I'm like, this yeah. sounds familiar, but it also sounds like 50 other movies that are like. Exactly. Yeah. Some sort of like, yeah, perfect murder scenario where someone's getting away with something. Yeah. Sorry. I did sleep sliding doors and only for like Bill Simmons mentioned it so many times that I was like, Hey, he mentions it so many times that this has to be, no, it was just the premise of the movie that he liked. <laughs> rather than, the like, movie it, was, it was not a good movie. Um, I will say that um, uh, I do like one of those movies and uh, I will not let you know which one it is uh, until we're done with this exercise. <laughs> I think you can, you, you will know which one it is. <laughs> Based on what I just told you, it's down to 50 50. Destroys like Shakespeare in Love or Great Expectations. Okay. All right. Let's get us started. You you said before we started this that you didn't want. Uh, I don't want the number one pick. You don't I don't want the, number I don't want one the pick. pressure of okay. the number one pick. I don't want to be in trouble when I steal Troy's movie. We don't need a Jose Lopez Ray Rice moment. See, now you've put all the pressure on me. <laughs> I was going to give you the first pick, and now. I I don't care, actually. Okay. I love my top five. Like, I love my, like. Yes. And it's not because I don't have a Skechers backpack or, dang it, (laughs) don't have a Prada backpack. (laughs) It's got to be your Skechers. (laughs) My Skechers. Your Prada backpack. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Sandler and uh, number one, Wedding Singer. The the number one pick was super hard too. Like, yeah, I was hoping you would steal one so that I had an easier pick now. Yeah, because it was tough for me. That which, was which might not be strategy. between what you think it was. <laughs> um, all right, so you're taking Wedding Singer. That leaves me. I'm going to take The Truman Show because I love this movie. Love it. It is like the the nerdy pastor who loves to make uh, metaphors out of movies. This is like a dream yeah. scenario with just enough goofy Jim Carreyness to still be funny. I knew it was between the two of those. So I decided to take the one that I felt most comfortable with uh, (laughs) right away was, was wedding singer year. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, And you go, you go again. Oh, we're going snake. Oh yeah. We, we talked about that last time. We don't necessarily need to go snake. Do no. Cause yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's up to me. This one, this one might be out of left field, but I love this movie. I love it. I'm a sucker for certain things about this movie. The Man in the Iron Mask. Okay, <laughs> I'm a sucker for Musketeer movies. Okay, I just am. It does. I've I've seen them all, even the bad ones. Where I'm like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. I got to see D'Artagnan in some sword fighting. Like five year old Andy Byers is alive and well anytime the Musketeers are on the screen. It just comes out. Um, and you get a little like Leo versus Leo in this movie. Like he plays twin brothers. It's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Plus some John Malkovich being kind of crazy and grief stricken. And it's a little fun. So 
it's it's totally kind of a, falls into like some guilty pleasure territory i'm sure because it's not like anybody's favorite movie but anytime this like like if i'm like what should i watch sitting around late at night cruising netflix or something and I, like i see man in the iron mask i stop every time and probably watch it like a third of the time <laughs> just pull the trigger <laughs> and just do it i love this movie can i tell you something that's gonna make your night yes they're doing another movie and it's by it's all french actors so it's going to be a french film but they're redoing it and it's the three musketeers colon d'artagnan so you have one to look forward to uh, this year Uh, vincent castle the the french villain of the uh oceans 12 he was the cat burglar you remember him yeah yeah he's athos so this one's so easy for me it's not even funny rounders just right out of the gate you knew that one was coming so i'm gonna go rounders and then big lebowski which i'm sure is nowhere near your uh top five or uh, no. your, your top 10 yeah no it wasn't i figured it'd be in yours though that was yes. that was expected yeah. as well uh i love this movie so much even though it is a horrible movie <laughs> full stop uh the uh the the uh the four letter words are flowing but i just love john goodman so much in this movie and jeff bridges uh it's just it's just never ceases to make me laugh but it it definitely needs to be uh watched not around kids and uh and make sure that the person that you're watching with this is not one uh, that abides by the late nights at blockbuster you have to choose this very carefully with the company that you you are sharing it with <laughs> hey mom dad you're here to visit you want to watch this movie no don't no. do that don't, no, do, don't that. do that yeah don't watch this with your mom or your children <laughs> no um so my next pick i'm going enemy of the state um this was like this was like i looked back at all these other top five lists we've done and this was like the second pick of all my top five lists are represented from 1998 apparently it's, are you serious that's it's funny ridiculous like crewman show wedding singer both number two on my Chandler. Mm, mm-hmm. enemy of the state number two on my top spy Ooh, movie list Spy like, movies that's right will smith uh john void gene hackman it's and you get like this crazy cast of characters in the background, like Jack Black Jack and Barry Black. Pepper and stuff. That you're yep. just like, what is going on in this movie? Isn't Seth Green in there too? Or am I thinking of the wrong movie? He's always the man in the on yeah. the computer, he like is. It, in so many movies that I think I just throw him in wherever. Yeah, is it, so. it's either Seth Green or Jamie Kennedy. I get mixed right. up on, on this one. And <laughs> they when they're turns just being a computer then. nerd, it's basically the same thing. So yeah, um, so I'm taking Enemy of the State there, and uh. I'm gonna swoop in and uh and take Saving Private Ryan here as well. Like I was waiting. Doesn't for have it. the rewatchability of, of yeah. my other top four. Like I'm not gonna sit down and watch Saving Private Ryan on like a monthly basis, but it is a great, great movie. Also has kind of a crazy cast when you like start digging in. Yep. Early Vin like Diesel, some, right? Yeah. A lot of a lot of early just random guys that you're like, oh, that dude's in this. I didn't know that. I have to go back and look. So, and how can you go wrong with some some Tom Hanks? Yep. So, all right. 
making sure that I don't goof up the, you pick something that's already been picked. So, uh, all right. I'm going to go Can't Hardly Wait and Armageddon back to back. Man. Uh, can't Hardly Wait. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get into, uh, I'm going to spoil this one right away. I made buyers do Can't Hardly Wait because I love this movie so much. And like we talked about it. You. you didn't fight there me at no all. There was no fight whatsoever. You just I said, you said, I'll do it. But it was not a definite, but I was like, my goodness uh but this is like 100 percent in the guilty pleasure like arena uh like the fact that i still <laughs> that i still have like good movies on here and i'm jumping at my opportunity to get can't hardly wait uh and armageddon uh two guilty pleasures that uh might show up on our top five guilty pleasures uh as uh that we'll be doing later on this year. And no, we're not going to just tease podcasts all, all the, the entire time through this podcast. It's not our fault that 1998 yeah. is just this chock full of stuff that we want to talk about. Right. Just how it is. So I meant to say that at the top of the, of, of the podcast, but of course uh, now is a good a time as any. So this was my junior year and your sophomore year, but obviously we were the same age. Um, relatively speaking, you're only a, uh, a month older than me, you old man. Um, so actually it's only like two or three weeks, isn't it? No, no. I'm at the end of September. It's like almost. Oh, I always switch you and Doc Stater. I always think that you're in November for some reason. Yeah. Okay. So a little over yeah. So this is like prime. Like I just get to start watching like big boy movies. Like, yes. <laughs> and obviously some of these movies I did not watch right when they came out. No. <laughs> Right, but watch them later. Yeah, so. um, yeah. This is like prime. Like, ooh, I can actually go to the movies with my friends yes. now. Yes, and yep. we can rent whatever. Like, mm-hmm. there's no. All right, go to the kids section, and no, no, we're we're completely done with those kinds of things. Yeah, we're gonna watch whatever we want, basically. Yep. You stole my armor. I was really hoping you I knew you. I was like, yet. I was, was like, that I, was my next one. I was. I should have even put it in like Armageddon first, and then can't really wait. Even though I had back to back picks, just to be like, <laughs> no, it was way more, way better that you waited to take it. Because then I got my hopes. All right, he did the can't hardly wait thing. I was counting on that. Coming I was up counting soon. on that. And it, no, he took Armageddon. Um, I love that both of us probably could have pretty. We should have done what we we've done a few times and been like write out like what we think the other person's <laughs> going to pick because I would have gone close to this i was gonna i would have probably like swapped saving private ryan and enemy of the state but like that was what i was like thinking yeah and you could have predicted mine with very clear uh clear eyes yeah clear eyes full hearts can't Can't lose lose. lose. (laughs) um all right my next one sticking with with some guilty pleasure theme over as opposed to like what is a better movie mm, mm-hmm. per se um i'm going rush hour with this one jackie chan chris tucker like buddy cop i love this movie like they're so good together um i even like the second rush hour all right the third one starts falling off for me but the second yeah. one yeah the first one's still the best um so i'm gonna take rush hour and then and then i'll i'll have a serious moment i'm gonna take american history x um and Edward Norton's just so good in this movie too. Like, 
just plays really well. And it's talk about something that you don't want to rewatch all the time. Um, yeah, you maybe like every like 10 years to yeah, remind yeah, you this that is it's like, a good movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a really good, powerful little thing. I don't want to watch that again for at least a decade. Right. Um, so I'll take that here. That one was the closest one to like, ah, oh, like I almost, I almost got it. Um, I'm going to go out of sight, Jennifer Lopez and George Clooney, uh, Steven Soderbergh movie. I really like this one. It's one that the more that I watch it, the more it grows on me. Like the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, that was pretty good. But like, and I don't watch it a lot, um, but I, I do enjoy it. And they're, uh, they have such good chemistry with each other. It was, uh, it was not surprising to see after that. Like, you weren't sure if Jennifer Lopez was going to make it as a great actress. She'd been in like Money Train and a couple of other things. Obviously, she had made it big in Selena, but it was like, oh, can she do something that's just acting instead of singing and acting? Because she was a great singer too. Um, but this one showed that she can, she had um, some more range. Clooney's just great. Um, he, this was the precursor to the Danny Ocean like type character that we know and love. Um, and then I'm gonna go a little quirky here um, and bust out my uh, my Wes Anderson uh, Rushmore. This is not for. This is the quintessential Troy tries a movie and Laurie hates it type stuff. <laughs> Some of these Wes Anderson movies like really hit home for me and like, and you have to be in the right mood too, I think. Like I remember seeing Royal Tenenbaums in the theater and I just cackled through the entire thing because it's like this dry, sarcastic wit and Lori like walked out of there thinking like, I don't know like what this guy thought about this movie. It was so funny. She just constantly brings it up and she always like messes up the name. And I'm pretty sure it's on purpose just to like needle me. Um, but uh, I love Rushmore. Um, Jason Schwartzman, uh, a uh, early Luke Wilson and uh, Olivia. Oh, oh my goodness. It's not Olivia Colman, but Bill Murray's in this. So Bill Murray and Jason Schwartzman uh, play uh, like these two guys going after like the teacher. Um, like, and it's like the older guy that shouldn't date her and the younger guy that shouldn't date her. And they have like this, like, it's this perceived love triangle between, and she's just like, I, I, I don't like either of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason Schwartzman is like this, like, crazy kid that uh um puts on these like ridiculously like high budget plays at his private school and so it, it's just a really weird movie but a little a very funny movie um if you like like dry sarcastic wit um so uh i'm just gonna stop talking about it now that i've talked more about rushmore than i probably <laughs> ever have in my entire life so Rushmore was in contention. There's some really, really funny moments, especially in that movie. So we really loved the scene uh, with Luke Wilson, where he, he, they go, they all go to dinner together, and he shows up in scrubs, and and Max goes, "Hey guy, I like your nurse's outfit." And he goes, "These are OR scrubs." And he goes, "Oh, are they?" <laughs> and like Bill Murray, like snarfs his drink. 
and just sells the joke like way more than it needs to be. It's like bad dad jokes, but somebody laughed at them. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. All right. I'm not supposed to admit to liking this movie at all. <laughs> yes. This next one. Like, yes. Do it. Do it. Do it. There's something about Mary. <laughs> Brett Favre. Brett um, Favre. <laughs> There's just, especially at the time it came out, like I'm like 16, (laughs) 17 years old. So there's certain things in this movie that were just hysterical, even though they were painful to think about. Yeah. Um, So I had, I had to do it. There's parts of it that we won't ever talk about, but should never talk about, but that will be conspicuously absent from, uh, or inconspicuously absent from late nights at Blockbuster <laughs> yes, because yes, there would be, be no late nights at Blockbuster. It would be a very short late nights at Blockbuster. <laughs> uh, all right, I was getting close to that one. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was up next in my next tier. Ah, uh-huh. all right. So that was one something about Mary. Um, and I got to pull it because you you got the other Sandler. So I'm going to take the water boy here. Ooh. Not not super high on my Sandler list, but like, right. and is this the most typecast movie ever? Like Kathy Bates gets to play this like controlling mother type. Just fits yeah. the bill too well. Henry Winkler is like lovable, but clueless. Fits mm-hmm. the bill. Adam Sandler's a psychopath and kind of stupid. Fits the bill. Like, I don't yeah. care. They all fit well. So his girlfriend whose name escapes me plays like the crazy person. Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. So that's you back to back. Nice. Those are some good comedies back to back. All right. I'm going to go tried and true classics here. This is where we settle into like, just stick to the script and uh, you'll, you'll get some good stuff. Lethal weapon four and you've got mail. I'm a sucker for a good romantic comedy and uh, you got males, not as good as sleepless in Seattle, um, but it's still, it's still good. Um, good Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Um, I can't imagine what people that grow up <laughs> like, like if you showed this, like this is probably a, a movie that I don't show Xavier because he's going to be like, is that what the internet was like? <laughs> Because they've definitely got the def- the the dial-up sounds and like you've got mail because they have to of course <laughs> sell that in the in the trailer. But oh my goodness, um, Lethal Weapon Four um, is the Lethal Weapon that I've probably watched the most, um, which probably makes you sad because I know that you like Lethal Weapon One and Two, um, but. I didn't really have access to those early on and they're pretty violent. Like this one kind of settles into like more of like a rush hour type thing. Okay. 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 <laughs> Sorry. You talked about lethal weapon. Um, <laughs> Some little Joe Pesci, little Joe Pesci. Um, all right. As, as is typical for those of you that do not play fantasy sports so this idea of drafting is somewhat foreign to you we're on the last picks here i've got two picks left troy's got one right we're down to nine ten for both of us nine for me this is where you start taking some flyers you start taking a little more chances you start getting a little weirder right because it's boring to take lethal weapon four and you've got mail back to back (laughs) 
Now, see, those were picks seven and eight. You're still in like, I need solid veterans, but now you got to take like the crazy wild card here. So I'm going, he got game. Cause I love me some Jesus Shuttleworth. All right. Like I just, I just, it's enjoyable stuff. Um, and just cause if he got game isn't crazy enough, I'm going Bullworth. All right. Cause if you've never seen Warren Beatty rap, your life is not complete. Okay. They're weird. They're funky. I'm taking them. I like them on my team. <laughs> if, if Bullworth's soundtrack was in the, the running, <laughs> it would have been really high on this ranking. Like maybe behind wedding singer. Can't hardly wait. We would go right before Armageddon. Bullworth soundtrack. Really good stuff. Ghetto superstar. Yep. So, um, Oh man, you put the pressure on me now. So many good movies to choose from still. This is funny. I I feel like I still have something left on my list that I thought would be like super obvious for you to snag up. But maybe not. Okay. Since since you've already gone, these are the movies that I get to choose from just for those like and I even took a bunch off. My my tears tell me to go in this order. The Mask of Zorro, The Prince of Egypt, Pleasantville, Life is Beautiful, Fallen, Great Expectations. And then I have like another tier, Patch Adams, A Civil Action, Blade, U.S. Marshals, Dr. Doolittle, Mulan, Ants, Bugs Life, and Ronin. Like, Okay, we have to have a timeout before you make your final pick. Yes. Were those in order? Because do you have ants ahead of Bugs Life? I shouldn't have done that. That was alpha order. Okay. Just Bugs making Life. sure that was alphabetical. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I Sorry. read a list that was the other way. Oh. That talked about how much better ants was. No. No, 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 no. Um, Almost everything you just talked about, I had somewhere with a couple of exceptions. Most of that I had somewhere in, yeah. in the thought process. <sighs> Patch Adams is saccharin and probably doesn't need to be on there, but Fallen, it was probably the one that made me like really like lose my mind and kind of have that awe moment at the end of the movie that uh, just kind of uh, kind of gives you that that was a really good movie like as soon as you finish it. <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised you didn't pick Pleasantville. That's rife with uh, it is. It is. With, it was uh, actually Patch Adams. Spiritual was, metaphors. Was close. And, I almost went yeah. Patch Adams instead of He Got Game. Yeah, I I decided early on that Bullworth was going to be my tenth pick right yeah. there. I wanted to end on that, but that number nine one was was tough. Mask of Zorro was just so so good. It was. But I think. But I think I probably watched Pleasantville more and like that movie more. I'm gonna go Pleasantville. Okay. I would have I would have guessed you were going Blade. I was thinking about it too. <laughs> I got enough of my guilty pleasures in there. I need to I need to take it easy. So I got enough flyers. I need the I need the solid veteran who's gonna give me right. 
10 and 8 every night. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to be doing Wedding Singer coming up here in February. We're going to be doing Can't Hardly Wait in March. We are going to be doing The Truman Show in July. We tried to time these out with right around where they were released um, uh, in the theaters, their original release date. So that's why we kind of placed these where we did. Uh, sometimes like the, um, the big uh, popcorn movies all kind of get smashed in around like June and July. Um, so we tried to get it pretty close to where, where it was released. And then Enemy of the State uh, is going to show up in October. And depending on how things shake out for the rest of the year, um, we might throw another one in there, uh, depending on. Um, I don't know if we can talk about uh, American History X either. Ooh, no, <laughs> I don't think I want to do that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do we not have Armageddon in there? We talked about doing an Armageddon versus Deep Impact. That's right. We were going to do a little compare contrast and basically dump on Deep Impact and talk about how much better Armageddon is. Armageddon is. So speaking of, this was the year of the copycat. Like yes. you have Armageddon, Deep Impact, you have Ants and a Bug's Life. And then uh, what was the third one that I was thinking of? Oh, Rush Hour and Lethal Weapon 4. Yeah. Like, they're very like whenever I looked at those side by side, I was like, oh, those are very similar movies. Um, so uh, it was just kind of interesting how uh, putting this all together really, I mean, obviously the big one during that time or the big two during that time were Armageddon and Deep Impact and Ants and Bugs Life. But just thought that that was kind of interesting with Rush Hour and Lethal Weapon 4. So, all right, that's all we have for our 1998 movie draft. Um, let us know what you think. We're going to put, we'll put, we'll put up a, a little screenshot of this and tell us which, uh, which list you prefer since they're pretty, obviously we can't have the same list, but since we, since we had to make some, some pretty good picks uh, or some pretty decent picks since we knew the other person was going to take some of the movies that we wanted. I'm so glad that I got Armageddon at number five. Uh, you can, you can see that on the Faleo podcast uh, Facebook page or on our Instagram at Faleo podcast, all one word, all lowercase, or shoot us an email at Faleo podcast at gmail.com. Great job, ours. Good brownies. Good brownies. But it's hard.